You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Rives, and this is episode 11, Which Social Emotional Skills to Teach? Now, this is a three-part series, so if you missed the last episode, episode 10, why we should be teaching social-emotional skills, go ahead and pause this and hop over and listen to episode 10 before listening to this episode, and then we'll have another episode in this series of how to teach social-emotional skills. Okay, let's jump in. Let's start with a story. Several summers ago, we were at the car dealership buying my husband a truck And we were talking to the salesman who we knew he was a previous neighbor of ours. And he was telling us about his dad. His dad had been struggling with dementia and memory problems. And his brother, who is also helping care for their dad, had been getting very frustrated because of the memory loss. And the salesman shared how angry his brother would get having to repeat himself all the time. And then the salesman said something that I found very, very interesting and super profound in the fact that it takes as much energy to get angry as it does just to repeat yourself. But the outcome on his father was so much different. And my mind went straight to the preschool world because sometimes it's easy to get frustrated with children because we have to ask them so many times to do something But the truth of the matter is we also know how many repetitions it takes before a new skill or behavior sticks. It takes as much energy to get upset with them as it does to reteach it. And actually, I gather it might even take less energy seeing as there's no anger to contend with. But teaching and reteaching and reteaching and reteaching again is part of our job. But sometimes based on our own thoughts and mindset around behavior, we forget or we're unaware that social emotional skills are skills, skills that we need to teach. And the best way to teach social emotional skills, in my opinion, is in the moment right there where we can be a moderator and a guide to help children through the problem solving process. And this is where we all really learn the best, right? Is in the moment while it's happening. And while I still value in the moment teaching, oh, so greatly, I also found a need for wanting to teach more social emotional skills intentionally. So I had thought about using small group time for teaching these skills, but I settled on whole group because I wanted everyone to hear the same message. And boy, am I glad I did. I was really surprised at what was happening after I introduced some of these skills to kids in a whole group setting as a whole class. What I saw was my students who were not necessarily showing me that they needed help with social emotional skills became the cheerleaders and the coaches to other students in the class who did need help with them. It was amazing to watch students help students with these skills. It helped bring our class together more as a community and helped us all learn together and cheer each other on, which is why I'm so happy that I did decide to go ahead and teach social emotional skills in a whole group. 
because it really created more of a class community around the same language, the same ideas around how we want to treat people and how we want to be treated. But let me back up here for a second, because before I could start teaching these skills in whole group, it was incredibly important. I know which skills I should be focusing on with my littles. What was the most appropriate? What was the going to be the most beneficial things for them to learn about when it comes to social emotional learning? So I headed to castle.org. It's an amazing website to get some social emotional information. And using that information I learned, I created a list based of skills that were appropriate for the preschool age. So I'm going to sort of walk you through this list um, based off the information I got from castle.org. And there are five sections to this. And so as you listen, please also know that in the show notes, there is a printable version of this and it's laid out kind of like a matrix, but I wanted to walk you through it because you're going to see that there are many skills that we know our preschoolers need help with and maybe some other ones that you hadn't thought of before. We're going to start in the personal or self area because we know that our preschoolers are egocentric. And so this is a fantastic place to start. So let's look at self-awareness. This is when we are looking at recognizing our own emotions, recognizing our own strengths, showing self-confidence, having a growth mindset, recognizing one's uniqueness and self-efficacy, one's belief in the ability to succeed. So all of these amazing skills round out the self-awareness, what we see inside of us. Now we're going to move to self-management. This is still in the personal and self area. So this is really a focus on the self and this does not include any peers yet. So self-management, beginning to show some impulse control, learning how to manage those big emotions and stress, self-discipline, being able to control one's feelings, self-motivation, working towards a goal, showing organization of things and routines. Now, some of these obviously will not be accomplished at the end of our preschool year, but these are things we want to start teaching children how to do because they're so incredibly important for the rest of their life, especially their life throughout school and throughout the learning process. Now we're going to move to social. So with others, There are two areas here, and one is social awareness. So much like self-awareness, this is more of a awareness of other people. So having empathy for others, being able to put ourselves in someone else's shoes, celebrating the differences of people and being aware of those differences and celebrating them, and then respect for others. Even though we have those differences, having respect for other people. The other area of skills in the social section are relationship skills. So using communication with peers, having positive social engagement, building relationships with their peers, beginning to work as a member of a team. And side note, this is why I love play, because play creates this organic environment for us to help 
children grow these relationship skills. It's really a wonderful place for them to do this. Because if they're sitting all day at a desk and and doing paper pencil work, they're not getting those opportunities to grow these skills. And so play is such a valuable, wonderful time for us to be intentional and watch and help guide to help children learn these relationship skills that are not easy. All right, so we are at the very last section of our skills matrix for social emotional learning. And this one is definitely the most in-depth and dare I say harder (laughs) skills for children to grasp at a young age. And that is decision-making, evaluating how the problem was solved, reflecting back on situations, making ethical decisions, identifying problems, beginning to solve own problems. So you can see that these are definitely deeper level thinking skills. And so while it's important for us to start planting those seeds, it's also incredibly important to remember that this isn't something we are going to even come close to expecting mastery of, because some of these skills are developed over our lifetimes, right? Um, Identifying problems, solving your own problem, reflecting, all those things are pretty deep. But I think it's important that we acknowledge that we can start to help children learn. How can we solve that problem? I see the problem. So identifying the problem, helping them come up with a solution and deciding whether that solution worked. While they are deeper level thinking skills with you right by their side, you can teach them some amazing things when it comes to this area on the social emotional learning skills matrix. Knowing what social emotional skills to focus on in our classroom can help us to be more purposeful. And it doesn't have to be a rigid scheduled thing to teach social emotional skills. In fact, most teaching should be done in the moment, but knowing what skills you can help children with is an important, critical step in the process. So if you are looking for the graphic of the social emotional skills laid out in the matrix, I want you to head on over to the show notes at www.lovelycommotion.com slash episode 11, and you can grab them there. Thanks so much for joining me today. And I would absolutely adore it if you would leave a review of this podcast. It is something I just started and it's very exciting. And I love pouring knowledge out into the world about preschool learning. And so if you found this helpful, I would absolutely adore a review from you. All right, teacher friends, have a great week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely.